0: you know what the scariest thing is? To not know your place in this world. To not know why you're here. That's... It's just an awful feeling. Maestro, I hate to tell you, I I saw you over there in your chair bouncing around a little bit when the intro music was playing, and Mm. my my dear friend, you have absolutely no rhythm Mm. whatsoever. That's exactly (laughs) right. You know me well, don't you? The the funny thing is, is I was doing the same thing, and I was remarking to myself how little rhythm I myself have. (laughs) So two peas in a pod, so to speak, here, so that's a good thing. Welcome to another edition of Career Callings. I'm your host, Robbie Romizer, and our mission at Career Callings is to help you avoid the financial and emotional pain of a bad career decision by helping you find, prepare for, and pursue the work God called you to do. You can join us today by phone, text, or email, phone or text at 864-381-7649, that's 864-381-7649, or by email at Robbie at CareerCallings.net, that's R-O-B-B-I-E, at careercallings.net. Now maestro, it's quiz time again for you. I'd like to play, uh, play this uh, game with you every now and then and I think I sent a, an, uh, an audio clip over from a movie and if you don't mind queuing that up and playing that real quick, and uh, let' let's do that real quick. Do you want a chocolate? I could eat about a million and a half of these. My mom always said, Life was like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I think you know the answer to this question, Maestro. But what movie did that come from? Sling Blade. No, 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 wait, wait. (laughs) Wait a second. That was a horror flick, wasn't it? No, but that was a different different thing. That was Forrest Gump. That was Forrest Gump. Now, I've never seen Sling Blade before. Uh, Am I missing anything? You haven't lived yet. I haven't lived. Okay, well, you, you have to... I guess you have to make room for Forrest Gump at some point in your life. But since I am a huge chocolate lover, I could not resist but acquire that audio clip because the first thing I want to mention in today's show is an interesting article I ran across about every every normal human being's dream job and that is the job of a chocolate tester did you know that there are people who actually get paid to test chocolate how do I get that job well I tell you what the question is not only do you how to how do you get it how do you keep it after you weigh a thousand oh, pounds I think I can keep it yeah you, know, you think Just you can keep tr- it try me <laughs> well I found this article here um, on uh, on the internet and uh, it's, it's entitled what it's like to be a professional. Chocolate taster it comes from uh, BonAppetit.com, an, an online website, of course, pertaining to the food industry. So here are a couple of excerpts from the article that I found interesting. There was a guy named uh, George, uh, how do you how do you say this? <coughs> Bernardini, I think is how you pronounce that name, George Bernardini, and he is uh, from somewhere in Europe, obviously, with a name like that. And the article says this, quote, Hand George Bernardini, a professional chocolate taster and tester, a bar of Hershey's milk chocolate, and he'll unwrap it, smell it, examine the surface and texture, and then bring it to his ears to listen to it break. Finally, he takes a bite, letting the chocolate melt almost completely before he chews very deliberately. Then his review of the milk chocolate is unrestrained, extremely rancid, cheesy, inedible, just like a good chocolate taster would say. Now, I, I take offense at that. I'm somewhat of a fan of Hershey's milk chocolate. Uh, of course, I don't get paid to cha- to taste uh, right. chocolate, so this guy, I, this guy apparently didn't have much of a, a regard for that. So, uh, going on in the article, Bernardini, by the way, what's your favorite chocolate, chocolate Maestro? Well, I like dark chocolate now. I've kind of come uh, kind of together, yes. So, well, it doesn't have to be. It can be. They've got a special dark chocolate. But I like a Mounds bar, just a plain old Mounds bar, Yep. is dark chocolate with coconut inside. Yep, yep, yep. There's not, there's not too many manufacturers of chocolate that I have problems with. Most of them I get along well with. I was going to say he, the way he uh, tests it. Yes. Everything that he does, that's exactly how I oh, eat Oh, don't even start. So I'm already you, ready. Oh, come on. Okay, so you're a ringer for the next Especially chocolate the taste. Especially the breakiness <laughs> right by my ear. I, I never hear that because I stuff the entire chocolate bar in my <laughs> mouth at one time and just let it start melting. You know, it does, I don't hear you break. Going on with the article, Bernardini consumed 70 pounds of chocolate. Uh, That would be, uh, he he does consume, or did consume, 70 pounds of chocolate a year this way. And that included about 4,200 different chocolates from 70 different countries. So he evaluated everything from flavor to taste to appearance to how it melted, the ingredients, and the quality to determine which chocolates are really the best in the world. And he put it in his new Ultimate Chocolate Guide entitled, Chocolate the Reference Standard. All right. So, what's it like to be Bernardini? Well, uh, you'd think it would be, you know, kind of like being a sumo wrestler because I have eat four thousand two hundred pounds—or not pounds, but chocolates—throughout the year, which equated to a lot of chocolate. That that would tend to uh, make your waistline, make, make your waistline kind of grow a little bit. Matter of fact, he did indicate that he did have a, a little bit of a weight issue. But if you look at this picture in this article, it's, he's not a big guy at all. Which means that he must have uh, engaged in some sort of, of a diet regimen or a workout regimen, which uh, probably, probably went something like this. Jay Barry. Zumba. Zumba. Zumba, Zumba. Zumba, Zumba. Yes, if you're going to be a professional chocolate taster, you need to make sure that you get your Zumba membership in place so that you can fight off. Now, interesting, one last thing that I found very interesting from this article before we leave it for other matters. Was the answer to this question. The article asked this question, or the person who wrote the article asked him this question. Bernardini, where is the perfect chocolate? Where Now, where would you think, Maestro, the perfect chocolate would come from? Switzerland. Switzerland. Not a bad call. But you would be wrong. Hmm. Give another guess. France. France. You would be guessing, once again, incorrectly. About South America. No. Actually, the United States of America, it turns out, has the best <laughs> chocolate according to Bernardini. Which absolutely does not surprise me whatsoever, since we are a bunch of lazy pukes who like to sit on the couch and eat our bonbons watching TV all the time. We would know how to perfect chocolate, don't you think? I think I think that's a that's a no-brainer right there. Mm-hmm. So if you want to learn a little bit more about what it means to be a professional chocolate taster come to careercallings.net slash radio and check out today's uh, broadcasts and we'll have links to that article a link to that article oh yeah that's what I'm talking about baby bring on the zumba it's Christmas time you're gonna be needing that zumba especially in January you're gonna need it uh, no, I know I feel like I'm in the uh, I, I feel like I'm in the Olympics of of chocolate eating right now I'm not a professional chocolate taster but I'm an amateur chocolate taster, and around, you know, anywhere, anywhere between Thanksgiving and Christmas into New Year's, I'm eating in two months the same amount of chocolate that Bernardini would eat in a year's time. Mm. So, yes, Zumba, well, that won't work for me because I have no rhythm, which we've already established. But it is a workout regimen definitely we got to go for. So let's switch gears here and talk a little bit about everybody's favorite topic on the planet, health care. Yes, what does that have to do? with a show about career callings. Well, the title of this article I found on Fox News is this, Obamacare to reduce workforce by 2 million jobs worth of hours, according to the CBO. Now, in case uh, you're not familiar with what the CBO is, the CBO stands for uh, Congressional Budget Office. And in a lifetime, a long time ago, far, far away, or I, as I guess in the spirit of Of uh, the new Star Wars film, I should say it this way, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. I was a political science major in college and also actually spent a summer on Capitol Hill up in Washington, D.C., serving as an intern for former Senator Sam Nunn from Georgia, which was quite the experience. And and during that time, I learned a lot about government, including the CBO, Congressional uh, Budget Office. And not that anybody in government ever properly handles the numbers when it comes to budgeting. The CBO, Congressional Budget Office, does have the reputation of being more accurate in its portrayal portrayal of government expenditures and income and things of that nature than any other branch of government does. So, Quoting from the article, Obamacare will reduce work hours equivalent to 2 million jobs in the next decade amid a, amid a host of incentives not to work. ...or to work less, a new Congressional Budget Office report says. The report estimates the Affordable Care Act, or ACA, will make the labor supply shrink by 0.86% in uh, in 2025, which sounds like a long time away from now, but that's only 10 years. And I can remember just yesterday it was 2005, so that's not a long time away. This amounts to a shrinkage equivalent to approximately 2 million full-time workers. Subsidies. The article goes on to say, subsidies decline as income increases, reducing the return on earning additional income. Translation into English, what that means is, the more money you earn, the less health care subsidy money you'll get from the government to make your unaffordable health care premiums more affordable. So since when your income goes up, you get less help to pay those bills, what might that make you do? Incentivize you to work less, keep your income down, so that you get more help from the government to pay that huge health care insurance costs since the subsidies going back to the article since the subsidies also reduce the burdens attached to unemployment the CBO predicts that the law will create additional work disincentives for those who are already or who are unemployed for part of the year what does that mean well what is what's the big reason why people I shouldn't say the big reason what has traditionally been one of the biggest reasons why people have wanted to go to work not only to pay their normal bills, but also to get decent health care coverage that is paid for considerably by the employer. Well, now, due to changes in the law, uh, that um, uh, people who are unemployed right now don't have as much incentive to go find a job. Because now, due to their unemployment status, they'll get help obtaining health care, which was disinvi- disincentivize them from going to work to get that health care. And other things as well regarding taxes and things of that nature uh, do intend to disincentivize work. And what I want to do on the other side of the break is actually give you some alternatives that are available to Christians that will enable you to take more control of your healthcare care world, which will give you more control over your career calling and not be so manipulated by this new government law that's been around for a few years now. Come back after the end of the break. Career calling. is Robbie Robizer. All right, I'm here with Kurt Restine with DCS Associates. And uh, Kurt, just want to ask you, how do you see Teach Me Morpheus benefiting your business? Before tax season starts, I get many of the same questions every single year from my clients. Morpheus is going to really help out in the aspect of a better client experience, being able to get their questions answered quickly. The other thing that's appealing about Morpheus is that I will be paid once... Those clients purchase that video. So that gives incentive to answer more questions and get good feedback from my clients as to what they want to learn about. Help your customers make money for your organization. That's what TeachMemorpheus.com, a new online learning platform, can do for your business or nonprofit. To learn more, check out TeachMemorpheus.com, referral code HisRadio. That's TeachMemorpheus.com, referral code HisRadio. Only 27% of college grads are working in the career field for which they studied. The average cost of college is a little bit more than eighteen grand a year. This means that 73% of college grads waste $75,000 and years of their lives pursuing fields of study they will never use in real life. To learn more about how you or someone you love can use biblical wisdom to avoid the financial and emotional pain of a bad career decision, visit careercallings.net slash discover, careercallings.net slash discover. Hi, this is Bob Sloan, assistant producer here at Christian Talk. For myself, Gary, and all the rest of us here, we'd like to thank you for listening throughout 2015 and hope you have a very blessed 2016. So Merry Christmas from Christian Talk 660 and 92.9 FM. All right, I'm in studio here today with Dr. Jerome I.I. of Palmetto Proactive Healthcare. Doctor, how do you see Teach Me Morpheus helping your business? For example, if I see you for a sinus infection and you realize you forgot to ask me something, Teach Me Morpheus can have one of our videos for sinus infection that you click, it can go through my instructions. We'll basically become a 24-7 resource for our patients. To learn more, check out teachmemorpheus.com, referral code HISRADIO. That's teachmemorpheus.com, referral code HISRADIO. It's my radio home for the holidays. Christian Talk 660. But our lives aren't just measured in years. They're measured in the lives of people we touch around us. This feels like my calling and my purpose in life. There's something different about this journey that's more heart-connected. Purpose is more than just your core of, of your own self. It's beyond your own identity. Everybody ultimately wants to serve other people. You can have everything in life you want. You'll just help enough other people get what they want. That little bit of sadness in the morning you spoke of, perhaps you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Maestro, maestro, maestro. I just have to ask the question. You, you always seem to have so much fun in that chair. Mm-hmm. Do you have this much fun with the other hosts that you have on the radio station here? Uh, no, because they don't bring me chocolate like they, either, so. <laughs> so if I bribe you with chocolate donuts and uh, the like, I'm your favorite guy, Yes, right? you are. Oh, Top good. of the list. Top of the list. Yo, bribery will get you everywhere. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about. Welcome back to... Career Callings. Robbie Romizer, your host, and our mission at Career Callings is to help you avoid the financial and emotional pain of a bad career decision by helping you find, prepare for, and pursue the work God created you to do. You can join us today by phone, text, or email. Just to shake things up, I think I'll start with the email. Robbie at careercallings.net, R O B B I E at careercallings.net. And uh, text or phone at 864-381-7649. That's 864-381-7649. As we were wrapping up the first segment, we were talking about uh, an article I found on FoxNews.com entitled, Obamacare to Reduce Workforce by 2 Million Jobs' Worth of Hours. And I cited several different things from that article indicating why that new law will Disincentivize people from working at all, or working as long as they may be doing now. Bottom line is, if I were to kind of wrap up that discussion, that that law, like so many laws that come out of Washington, is designed, or at the very least, has a has a, a an, an effect on the way people behave. Whether it was designed in a, in a particular direction or not, we'll leave that for other people to discuss. But bottom line is, the reality is the way it's written. It will cause people to behave in a way that will affect their ability to work, how long they work, maybe where they work, whether they work at all. And if I just wanted to share with you a way that as a Christian you can take on, uh, take more control rather, of your health care and avoid Obamacare altogether in an affordable manner and in such a way to where you're not going to be influenced by a healthcare law in in your pursuit of God's career calling in your life. In other words, you can work as long as you want, where you want, how often you want, and still have some control over your healthcare world. And what I'm talking about in particular are Christian medical sharing ministries. And there are several of them out there and there seems to be a growing number of them as as time goes on and as as Christian groups try to combat the negative effects of of Obamacare. So um, the way a Christian medical sharing platform works, and, and my family has been a member of one for some years now, is basically this. They're going to tell you up front they're not insurance, and they're not going to make you any guarantees. But the way it's designed is biblically-based healthcare sharing. In other words, if you have a need, then the other members in your group are, are on, uh, you know, on faith, in faith, going to help you pay the cost of your medical bills. And there are all kinds of caveats to to that, depending on which program you go on with. And we certainly don't have the time or the expertise to cover all that here on the air today. But bottom line is you pay a monthly fee. And I'll just tell you, you know, right now we're paying about $460 a month, which is for a family of five. And that's just that's very, very reasonable for health care costs. And uh, we have a very small deductible um on our, on our on each issue, so if I were diagnosed with uh a broken leg, you know the way our program works is the first three hundred dollars I got to pay out of pocket everything over three hundred dollars would be submitted to the ministry, and theoretically the rest of my costs would be covered now if it's if there's not enough funds out there to cover the cost, then it's up to me to negotiate with my uh, health care provider to try to, to set up a payment plan for the difference or maybe to get them to, to forgive the difference. But bottom line is um, I, I am able to pay a reasonable monthly fee and have the ability to choose all my own providers. There is no network. I'm not going to be dictated by the ministry to go see a particular person. I go to whoever I want, whenever I want, and just go through the system to try to get reimbursed for uh, the issues that I have on hand the beautiful thing about these Christian medical sharing ministries is that they are an exemption in the Obamacare law. You can participate in one of these uh, ministries and be exempted from paying a penalty for not having health insurance. You know a lot of people are scrambling to get health insurance these days even if they don't want to because they're trying to avoid a tax penalty they will be hit with if they don't have some sort of coverage. Well if you have no traditional medical insurance but you are a participant in a christian medical sharing ministry then you are exempted from the tax penalty that is acceptable an acceptable substitute for health coverage that the Obamacare law allows for. So, I'm going to give you the names of three different ministries. Again, there are more than three, but I'll mention these briefly, and then I will uh, link to these on careercallings.net slash radio, so if you wish to investigate them a little further on your own and take back this, take back some control over your health care destiny which will enable you to have some more control over your career calling because if you have the ability to know what's happening with your health care, then that frees you up to a lot more in terms of going down the road, you think God would have you to go when it comes to your career? Um, Metashare is one that's probably the most uh, advertised. I've heard it, seen it advertised more than any other ministry. The website for that is mychristiancare.org/slash/metashare. A little bit of a lengthy. Uh, uh, URL. So, again, I'll link to that. But once again, mychristiancare.org slash Metashare MediShare being M-E-D-I-S-H-A-R-E. dash S-H-A-R-E. If you just type in Metashare in Google or some other search engine, you'll get to that website. Another one is SamaritanMinistries.org, SamaritanMinistries.org. That's the one we participate in right now. Uh, another one that we are investigating and liking what we see so far is LibertyHealthShare.org dot libertyhealthshare.org, and that, uh, that's interesting in that uh, it seems to be uh, a little bit more... Not, not, I haven't made my total decision yet, but it, it, they do more of the negotiation of your medical bills for you. Samaritan so Ministries leaves out the negotiation of your medical bills to you. Liberty Healthshare seems to have people on staff to take that burden off of you and do it for you, and for about the same cost per month than what I'm paying at, at Samaritan Ministries. So do your own research, but investigate that. It's amazing. Well, I shouldn't say it's amazing. It's 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 a reality that a lot of people don't know about this option. I didn't know about this option until about three years ago. But these types of ministries have been around for a long, long time. So check into them and uh, use them as the Lord leads uh, you to do so. Now. I want to talk briefly about dealing with uncertainty. There's uncertainty in the world of health care. There's uncertainty in in the career calling process. And a lot of times when we're looking for God's direction in our life vocationally, one of the things that may prevent us from taking a step in the direction we think God would have us move in is because of the uncertainty of taking a step in that direction. And what I want to do is encourage you briefly with a story that I learned uh, not long ago. We had a guy named Jan Milton come through one of our recent missions conferences and Jan Milton uh, uh, heads up a ministry, a medical missions ministry called Operation Renewed Hope. And when he came through the school, not the school, the church uh, recently uh, for that he related this story. A missionary family in the country of Panama recently received a questionnaire from the Panamanian immigration office and after filling out and returning the questionnaire the family received another communication uh, from the immigration office to get out of Panama in 15 days, or else. Shortly after the family received that notice to vacate, the president of Panama was holding a reception for various dignitaries, and attending that reception was one Mr. Jan Milton, the founder and president of Operation Renewed Hope. During that conversation, was Jan? Excuse me. When Jan was introduced to the Panamanian president, the president thanked Jan for all the help that. Operation Renewed Hope had recently provided to his people uh, in response to a recent disaster that had occurred in Panama. And then Jan responded to the president this way, You and your people are welcome, but it's a shame we won't be able to help you in the future. The Panamanian president asked in response, Well, why is that? And then Jan went on to explain, Well, Operation Renewed Hope only works through local missionaries. Your country has told the missionaries we work with to leave and once they're gone we're not coming back fifteen days later the missionaries were still in Panama and the immigration official who had ordered the missionaries to leave was out of a job and so God will will take care of his own alright if there's something he wants you to do he will in the right time make the correct provision to enable you to do that uh, perhaps the, one of the best, if not the best, biblical example—that of, of course was Esther. Esther uh, not knowing what her destiny was, and got, not knowing what God's plan for her life was at the time she was made queen um, over the, the the you know the kingdom of the Medes and Persians. You know, Esther was in the right place at the right time, and uh, as the Bible says, she was in that place for such a time as this. And just like God placed Esther in that place to be able to. Uh, saved the Hebrews from destruction at the hands of the conniving Haman, God placed Jan Milton in the right place at the right time to save that precious missionary family from deportation at the hands of a biased immigration official. So whatever obstacle you're facing now in your career calling, whatever attacks are coming your way, God has prepared the solution to that problem many, many years ago, long before you were ever born, long before I was ever born. He knew that was going to happen. And just like uh, he provided for the solution to Esther's problem long before she was ever born, she, uh, God rather, uh, birthed Operation Renewed Hope years before its clout was needed in the country of Panama to solve that issue that was there. So uh, if you're worried about your next career step, if you're worried about the next paycheck, you may need to pay your bills. When you're wondering who that next person is that you're supposed to meet, who can help you achieve the work-related goals that God has shown you, that he wants you to accomplish. Just remember Esther. Just remember Jan Milton. And remember that if you know Jesus Christ as your sh- as your Savior, you serve the same powerful God that they did. we're going to wrap up today's uh, show with uh, Charlie Brown Christmas, one of my favorite Christmas albums of all time. Just remember, if you'd like a copy of today's broadcast or links to all the articles referenced, go to careercallings.net/radio and we'll be glad to serve you there. God bless and Merry Christmas. Enjoy the music.